Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to The Middle with your hosts, Holly Azapati and Jordana Levine. Today's episode is a recos bonanza. We've been preparing for self-isolation our entire lives, so we take you through ways to keep yourself entertained in the confines of your house. This includes our fave feel-good books, TV series you might like to binge, our hot tips for working from home, and if you do venture outside, we've got some excellent advice for navigating the supermarkets and how you can do your bit to support local business. Then we answer our listeners' questions concerning the best way to cleanse the energy in your home, since you're going to be spending so much time there, and we guess the celebrity natal chart of everyone's favourite late-night host. Oh my god, I'm so excited. (laughs) It's a Jimmy, isn't it? It's a Jimmy. Oh, it could be one of two Jimmys. This is why. It could be a number of Jimmys, so I'll just like, I'll park that for now. Okay, great. So we're self-isolating, Jord, and you and I have been training for this our entire lives. I know. I said to my dad the other day, because my dad is very similar to me in lots of respects, I was like, Dad, how are you going with social distancing? And he's like, Jord, I was made for this. (laughs) And I was like, me too, Dad. Me too. I would love to hear how our Cancerian listeners are coping, because it's like our home is our favourite place to be. (laughs) But... They'd be coping well then, right? Well, that's what I mean. They're probably looking at everyone else going, what do you mean? It's madness. And they'd be like, guys, this is fine. This is normal. Yeah. Um, No, self-isolation. It's been, uh, look, it hasn't impacted you and I very much, has it? Well, I'm grateful that it hasn't impacted our work, that's for sure. I was looking at my calendar over the next few weeks and going, oh, what would be changes that I'd need to make in my schedule should we go into lockdown? And I was like, oh, pretty much nothing. I still have to work quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it hasn't impacted us, which is so, you know, we are so hashtag blessed. But what we thought we'd do today in today's episode, as I discussed in the intro, is kind of give you, because we've been preparing for this our whole lives, give you all of our tips for it. Yeah, and we thought we'd start with sharing some books. This is exciting, Joel, because on the potty, we've never spoken about books that we've enjoyed, what well, we enjoy to read. Well, that that's not book? true. No, we've recorded books, but we haven't done a giant book segment. No, we haven't done a giant book segment. I'm excited to hear what your favourite feel-good books are. Well, when you said feel-good, I was like, I don't know how many of these actually feel-good books, but I enjoyed reading them. Well, I just was hoping to lift people's spirits. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's there's still some good feels in amongst the heavy murder stories. (laughs) all right okay that's all right you go first what are your faves um my fave well funnily enough a few of these we've actually recorded before so I just want to I want to keep that in mind but it's always a good reminder 
The first one I wanted to recommend was actually one of your recos from a while ago, and I think it's the perfect book to be reading right now, which is An Ordinary Day, Lee Sales. It's a brilliant read. Good point. Good book and good reminder that what starts as an ordinary day (laughs) can turn into not an ordinary day, but there's always gold that comes at the end of it. So it's a beautiful reminder of our adaptability and our spirit. And silver linings as well. Absolutely. So I would highly recommend that one. Love it. Um, I read a great book the other day, not necessarily like super feel good, but not 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 feel good, is um, Normal People by Sally Rooney. Obsessed Ooh. with that book. It's so good. It's just, it's a really simple story. I'm not even going to tell you what the story is because there isn't really one. It just basically follows a couple through their relationship. Cool. And um, it's really well written. Love, normal people. Yeah. Um, And then two others that kind of jumped out as feel-good books was one I've recommended before, which was Flat Share. Love that book. It's just – I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I wonder where my copy is. You don't have it? No, I have this one, which I'll recommend. I think – Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I best, I best find that. Um, <laughs> flat share. And then the other one, which doesn't sound like a feel good book, mm-hmm. but it does make you feel good by the end of it. And it was one of those books I couldn't put down, but it's a monster sized book. So it's got all, it ticks all the boxes is Marion Key's The Break. And it's just, it's so good. It's a few years old now. But, um, highly recommend. She's also got a new book out, which I haven't read, but Marion Keys is just, so funny. I just trust your judgment with books. Like when I go to George's house, guys, I go over to her color-coordinated bookshelf and I go, George, <laughs> what should I read? And she goes, what do you want to feel at the end? I'm like, I want to feel fun, floaty, and fresh. And she's like, right, here's the book for you. So <laughs> I trust your judgment. Maybe I could maybe I could reorganize the bookshelf into feelings. Oh, my God. Can, that can be one of your social isolation experiments. You need to, you need to categorize by mood. <laughs> Challenge accepted. All right, Hal, what are your reads? Well, feel good. This is one you actually lent me and a listener of ours record in the Facebook group. Yeah. It's called Our Stop by Laura Jane Williams. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's so good. I, did you get anxious, though, the whole way through it? Yeah, but you gave me a heads up. Okay. So the anxiety wasn't too intense. It's about this couple that keep missing each other um, on, on the train. It's a really beautiful, cute love story. And it's one of those books where each chapter is written by a different perspective. And I just love those books so much. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good read. I'm trying to remember who record that. Doesn't matter. I am also reading at the moment, so I haven't finished it, but it's a very, very enjoyable read. Uh, City of Girls, Elizabeth Gilbert. You have been reading that book for about for six months. seven months now. Yeah, because <laughs> do you know what I did? I left it at my dad's farm. Oh. And then I never went back, and then my brother went and brought it back and gave it to my mum, and then my mum read the book and didn't give it to me. She's like, gosh, it's a good read. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I've been waiting for that for about five months. That's so funny. <laughs> it is a really beautiful book. And it's a good one um, because I'd never read any of Elizabeth Gilbert's fiction. But speaking of feel good and very timely right now, I know I'm an Elizabeth Gilbert fangirl, but Big Magic, that's one of those books that kind of changed the way that I looked at creativity and running my business. And I feel like that's also a really nice book, a nice read right now in times where it's like, how do I, you know, 
expand my creativity or you've got a little bit more time in your hands and you don't know what to do with it, I then highly recommend Big Magic. Can I um, reco on top of that reco? Yeah, lay the I um, actually listened to Big Magic through Audible Mm. and it's read by Elizabeth Gilbert and she's got so much – well, she's just got a really beautiful tone to her voice, but she puts so much personality into it. So if you're into a listening kind of – if you're in a listening mood or perhaps you're going for beautiful bushwalks in the morning or something, highly recommend downloading the audio version. That's a good idea, Joyce. Mm. The other one that I have is just one of my favourite classics yeah. and it's The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh. Not necessarily a feel-good, but I just – love that story and then I got thinking I was like gosh with all this extra time on our hands what we could start to do everyone together is read a book and then watch the movie and then compare which you prefer because obviously there's the Baz Luhrmann movie Great Gatsby which I also loved so much and there are so many classic books that have been turned into movies that I haven't watched so that's maybe something that I'm gonna do like Little Women is one of my favorite books but I still haven't seen the movie You've seen the first one though, right? No. What? I know. I'm a mad woman. I actually think most of the time I'm disappointed with the movie because Interesting. the books are always better. I mean, yeah. I could I could rattle off a list of disappointing movies if you like, but I won't. I won't <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to keep it light, guys, so we won't do that. <laughs> um, have you finished your book, Recos? Yeah, the the light ones for sure. I I just want to throw in two more that I didn't mentioned but were actually are actually my favorite books of all time and now that I think about it they are also quite feel good one of them is called Jitterbug Perfume by Tom Robbins it's my favorite book of all time it's a funny read not hilarious funny oh it is hilarious funny but also um it's very poetic and it's a bit kind of weird and wacky and it won't be everyone's cup of tea but I just love it I've read it Definitely five times and could read it five more. Wow. Jitterbug Perfume. Um, And then my other favourite book, just because it's so beautifully written, and there's times where it doesn't feel good, but I think overall it's quite feel good, is um, Middlesex by Jeffrey Eugenides. Have you read that, Hulk? No. Oh, it's so good. Really? Yeah, it's actually, it's about, which doesn't make it sound like it's going to be a good book, but it's about a hermaphrodite. Oh, um, but it, it it's generational. Like it goes, the story goes back and forward through generations, and it's so good. It, I am super excited to have this list of books to go and start reading now. How exciting! Do you know what, John? I recommended this as a bonus reco a few weeks ago. The app Goodreads. Do you use it at all? I use the website Goodreads. Oh, I guess it's the same. It's the same thing where you can find other books based on the books you enjoy, and then it recommends similar reads. Oh, so good! Yes. So my friend Jess recommended this to me, and it literally you type in the books that you've read, so it keeps like a library catalog, and then you rate them on what you enjoyed and what you didn't, and then the app feeds you similar books depending on other people have read that are similar to you. And then you just keep getting book recos fed to you through the app. So good. On that note, there's a great Instagram account called No More Shitty Books, all one word. And she reviews books. And I have to say, like, she's never gotten a review wrong. Like, I agree with everything she says. And, of course, that's my personal preference. But she's very funny in the way that she writes her reviews. And she picks the best books 
And if you, I mean, if you love reading books, but you need a recommendation first, I highly recommend following No More Shitty Books. Go and press follow now. So good, George. Yeah. So binge-worthy TV shows, Joy. I'm excited to hear what you bring to the table with this one. Well, I came, I kind of came through with some old ones and then some new ones. Great. So, uh, I mean, it's so old that people must just be like, what? The actual. But there's some, like, real kind of cult classics that if you haven't seen, some of the streaming services now have the entire catalogue of them. So I think it would just be ridiculous not to watch them. My first recommendation is Lost. Did you ever watch Lost? No! Oh, my God. Like, it. I was so obsessed with it. And it took us on, I think it was seven seasons. Like, it was a big journey of ups and downs, twists and turns. It was an investment of time. But honestly, like, I think if you're stuck for stuff to watch, Lost would be something so good to get lost in. There's a huge plot twist, isn't there? Well, the whole show is about a twist. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, The next one would be, I've recommended it before, but if you haven't done it yet, go and do it. And I'm so jealous because I wish I'd never seen it is The Bold Type on Stan. I need to keep watching that. Really light. Well, not light. There's some heavy topics in there, but easy watch, fun, you know, like it's a feel-good time. I love watching it. It's like my favourite thing to watch. Um, And then the other one, which could be really fun, um, I haven't watched all of it, but um, I know I used to be obsessed with it back in the day, is Grey's Anatomy. Yes, good one, because they've just released that, haven't they, or Um, re-released? No, I think it's been out for a while, but the new season is um, out at the moment. Right, Yeah. cool, cool. And then some of the new stuff that I've been watching, I started watching this a couple of days ago, and it's so good. It's on Netflix. It's called Elite, and it's Spanish, so there's subtitles, although you could probably put the English audio on it, but that always makes me laugh and giggle, and I don't like to do that. <laughs> it's subtitled, but it's it's kind of like Gossip Girl meets Euro murder mystery. Um, it's set in a it's set in a high school, but it's a it's among the very, very wealthy Spanish socialites. Mm. Um, and it's kind of one of those um, shows where it starts with a murder and then keeps flashing back to work out how it all happened. Ooh. And it's really good. I love. I love your um, repertoire for t- TV shows. It's so expansive. I've got one more that's completely different to all of those. Great. The next one is called Lock and Key, and it just came onto Netflix probably earlier this month. It looks like a kid's show. Well, I guess it is. It's kind of, it's fantasy and it's aimed, I would say, at like probably preteen teen, but it's also so good. It's about, um, it's only the first season that's come out, but it just takes you into, like if all of this stuff's getting a little bit too much for you, it just takes you into fantasy world a little bit. Yeah, It's a bit of escapism. And it's um, basically about this family whose father dies and they inherit his family home and they go to live there and it's this huge mansion and it holds all of these secrets 
and they all come down to these hidden keys in the house. It is so good. I binged it in like two days. I remember being at your place and the ad for that series came on and we both looked at each other like oh, that. Yeah. Remember, we were like, that looks so good. Yeah. So it's good. It's really good. It lives up to its commercial hype. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. All right, what are your TV series? Mine is so lame, so please no judgments. But the first one isn't, and it was actually one that you recommended me to watch on Stan. Okay. Unreal. Oh, yeah, so good. It's so good, guys. So Unreal, the premise of it is you're going behind the scenes of a Bachelor-type reality TV show in the States, and it's all of the scandals that – I mean, Jordan, you are more versed on this than me, but was I thought you were going to say you're more scandalous. You're more scandalous than me. (laughs) It's a couple of ex-producers from the Bachelor franchise went away and created this concept, right? I don't think so. I think I think it was producers. I I think I think they got them on board to help write it, but I think it was still a proper writers' room. Yeah. So there are three seasons and it's very binge-worthy. I, I have such limited attention span, so it's hard for me to stick to something. Uh, and I stuck to the – actually, no, I've got like three episodes to go. I'm lying. <laughs> so I'll finish it, I promise. But it's really, really good and there's twists and turns and scandal and it's just – it's kind of like a trashy magazine. Like that's how it feels when you're watching it. It's really, really scandalous it's so and so good. But, Hol, what do you think? Like I thought first season was amazing and second season – was good and then third is there four seasons three three the third season just seemed a bit out there well this is why I stopped watching it George because first season I reckon I watched in about three days yeah and then went straight into second which probably took me a week and then by the third I'm like oh maybe I needed the breather we'll go back in and see yeah sometimes it's good when like sometimes it feels good to have seasons back to back but other times it's actually good to have the break between seasons yeah you need the breather Um, speaking of, these are very old school and likely you've all watched them and it's just me that's behind the times, but I'm currently in a breather of binge watching the OC because I never watched it. So good. It is so good. And I feel so behind the times with it, but I feel like I'm up to season six and it's just lighthearted. It's funny. It's enjoyable. If you haven't watched it. Where have you been? With Where are me? you up to? I don't think it's lighthearted at all. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there were some heavy pieces, absolutely. I don't even remember where I'm up to, so I'm going to get back into the OC. But it, I love that we were on the same page with, like, some must-watch, like, cult classics because the other one that came to mind for me was Charmed. Oh, yes, yeah, so good. So I haven't re-watched Charmed since I was, like, eight years old and obsessed with it, but that's definitely one that I'm going to sit down and watch again, especially now that we're more into the witchy world, you know? I love Charmed. I have to say I didn't love it as much when Rose McGowan came on. Not anything to do with her, but I missed Shannon Doherty, and I almost just thought, look, when your main character leaves the show, the show is dunskies. I hate when they try and keep it going. No, you've just got to call it quits. Like, quit while you're ahead, Charmed. Yeah, totally Charmed. The <laughs> <laughs> only other thing I want to mention because we're in a TV segment but I don't know when it comes out is Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah, it's coming out soon. I think I, I'm i trying to work out whether they haven't really told us. I can't work out whether MasterChef's going to come first or Bachelor in Paradise is going to come first. And MasterChef looks good because it's a return of, like, all of the favourites, right? They're so clever. They're so clever. I was thinking about this the other day because this is the first MasterChef we're going to have with the new um, judges. judges. And they are so clever because they thought, all right, we're going to give them three new faces 
And all of these contestants they've never seen before. It's going to not feel like MasterChef. So why don't we get back all the familiar faces and the new judges and then there'll still be familiarity to the show. It's genius. It's actual genius. This is why the producers get paid the big bucks. That's right. Do they get paid big bucks? Yeah. Oh, go them. Well, I mean, genius, smart. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I... I had just thought of another TV show that's a really good binge watch. But have you finished yours? Because I don't want to finish mine. You. Oh. I finished mine. Um, another one which I watched ages ago, but God, it was good and it surprised me. And Holly, I think you'd love it if you haven't watched it. Is Nashville? Have you ever watched Nashville? Haven't watched Nashville. Oh my God. Okay, so it's the country music scene in Nashville, but it is so good. Ooh, like really, really good. It follows a maybe like three or four, it's a drama, like it's not a doco, it's a drama and it follows like three or four country music artists and their lives and it's just amazing. Well, I do love country music. It's so good. There's lots of singing and drama and it's it's great. Oh, my God. I'm excited. There's so much to watch and so much to read. Guys, we're not going to have enough time. I know. I know. And also, like, if you guys have um, some recos for books and TV shows, pop them in the Facey group. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so the other thing I thought would be a good thing to talk about, Hol, is um, working from home, like some top tips for for working from home because a lot of people um, can't go into the office anymore, so they've all been moved to their houses. Mm -hmm. And I've been speaking to some of my corporate friends who are losing their minds at home. They're like, how do you do this? I don't understand how this works. It's been such a frustrating week. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I know. I had the same chat yesterday with a friend. She's like, I'm so anxious working from home. I'm like, oh, welcome to my life. It's like so enjoyable. What do you mean you're not liking this? (laughs) No. So I thought what could be helpful is just for us to give our hot tips for working from home that make it a lot easier for us. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to hear my first tip? Sure. Sleep in. Sleep in. (laughs) Well, that was a little bit flippant, but actually take your time in the morning before you dive into work. There's no need to rush to catch a bus or you squeeze in your early morning workout before you get into the office. Because you're working from home, you've saved a lot of morning hours. So do what you need to do to set yourself up in the morning. And if that's an extra... 30-minute lie-in or a little bit of a longer meditation or taking your time with a cup of tea, don't open the laptop as soon as you wake up, right? No. Yes. So that was going to be my first tip is, which totally coincides with what you're saying, is keep office hours. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, for Holly and I, we don't keep office hours because we don't have to communicate with people in an office. But you do. Like, you're all doing conference calls still and you still need to talk to people who are also keeping office hours, but I just said the same thing twice. You still need to communicate with people doing office hours. So do that for yourself and don't work past 5, 5.30 or whatever you do in the office. Don't work before 9 o'clock and make sure you take your lunch break. Yes, exactly right, George. You know what I do? And it's it's never been like I've planned to do this. It's just how I work. When I'm done at the end of the day, like when usually it's when Trent gets home, I'll close my laptop and I put it in another room, like out of sight so it's out of mind. And then when I get up in the morning, I don't bring my laptop out until I need to start my day with it. And that's just like a little easy way so it's not just constantly open and in your face. Yeah. Um, another hot tip that I don't abide by anymore, but mm. when I first finished corporate and I was working from home, 
is um, make sure in the mornings when you're getting ready to start work, you get up and you shower and you get dressed and you wear shoes. Yes. Because yes. it's just little things like that. I'm sitting here in my pajamas and I always sit on the floor, not at my desk. So don't do as George does. <laughs> but when I first had to adapt, that's what I had to do. I had to get dressed in the morning. I did my hair. Do um, your makeup. Put yeah, some jewelry I, on. Well, my next tip was going to be don't do your hair and makeup because you don't need to. Give it a break from heat styling and from products. But yeah. do get dressed. Do get dressed. Do put shoes on if sh- having shoes on helps you feel like you're dressed. Mm. And make sure you have an area in the house that is your work area. Don't work from bed. No. She says as she records the podcast from bed, but <laughs> that doesn't count, guys. Don't work from the couch unless it's where you're going to be working every day, but you actually want to have your living at like and rest areas separate to your work areas. So, yeah, good point, George. Really, really good point. Yeah. And then the other thing is um, think about all of the money that you're going to be saving by not having to commute to work. Yeah. So I'm thinking like transport and petrol costs, gone. Making lunch from home, not buying your lunch every day, so much cheaper. So good. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be less likely to get my second or third coffee of the day if I'm at home. And those little afternoon snacks that you go out and buy because you've bought the coffee, so you might as well get the muffin too. Yeah, exactly. That's quite a bit of money that you could be saving. Yeah, absolutely. And just like random stationary things, it really, it all adds up. What I was going to say as well, Jordi, is it's easy to get distracted at home with things like housework, Yeah. like got to do the dishes, got to do that. So just allocate the time before or after you do your hours. Otherwise, you'll find yourself ironing at midday going, what am I doing and yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. It's a procrastinate, procrastinator's dream. Yeah. And look, the other thing is if you keep the same office hours, like Holly said before, there's no gym before work or having to commute to be factored into your time. So think of more more than before work. Think about after work. If you shut the computer at five, you've got this whole free hour that you probably never had that you've had to spend commuting home where you can do the laundry, do the ironing, make dinner, like whatever it is that you need to do. You don't need to be doing it in the middle of the day. Absolutely. And still make it an enjoyable thing, like put music on and get down while you're washing the dishes. That's what I do. Um, and it's the, the time you'll find. Otherwise, you just eat into this extra time you've been given by scrolling on your phone or getting distracted by other things. Oh, is that your dog? He's sniffing the microphone. He woke up and he's like, <laughs> what is this? This is another reason why you don't work from bed, guys. So, George, you put some great tips up in your Insta story the other day around shopping at the moment through Mm. the supermarket, like grocery shopping. (laughs) Yeah. Can you give us your hot tips, please? Because they were so good. Yeah, absolutely. So if anyone's been to a supermarket lately, they'll know how kind of freaky it is when you walk in and there's completely bare shelves. But I think people um, are kind of looking at everything through a really, really narrow lens. So if we start to have a look at what's really going on, there's plenty of stuff still on the shelves. Like, Plenty. So just some little hot tips that I came up with the other day and a few extras is (laughs) I I needed hand wash and like I went to the hand wash section and there was none left. And I was like, this is so mental. But there was so much body wash. Like the body wash section was full. Wild. It's the same stuff. It is exactly (laughs) the same. 
what you wash your body with and what you wash your hands with, I guarantee you, is exactly the same. So I bought body wash and I poured it into my old hand wash pump. And so Genius. problem solved. Um, another thing is, of course, the pasta situation, which is, I mean, it is a little bit ridiculous. You know what the funniest thing about it is? I rarely, maybe once every three months, cook pasta at home. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, I need pasta. Like, it's so stupid. But there are so many alternatives. So, for example, Holly and I always bang on about pulse pasta. I mean, even that's disappearing They've now. come for the pulse pasta. They've it's come really for sad. the pulse pasta. But if there's any pulse pasta left, absolutely get it. But also, like, if you're a big pasta eater, make your own. Like, it's not that difficult. You can look at recipes online. There's YouTube tutorials. All you need, honestly, is flour and eggs. And if you don't have eggs, you can do it with flour and water. And a rolling pin. Like, that's really Whoa. all you need. Yeah? Yeah, And, I like, love gnocchi that. is really easy to make as well with potatoes and flour and water. That's all you need. Okay? So oh just gosh. get inventive, guys. That's all you got to do. Um, another thing I noticed is that there's heaps of whole canned tomatoes but no diced tomatoes. <laughs> guys, just dice them up yourselves. Like, it's totally fine. The same thing. <laughs> or throw it in the food processor. And the other thing is, um, you know, like you can also buy actual tomatoes. Like these are just tomatoes in a can. You can buy like real life tomatoes and dice them yourself as well. I love it. Um, another hot tip, like I, I can't eat canned vegetables. Like the idea of eating canned vegetables makes me want to hurl. Even canned corn? Yep. Even, especially canned corn. The only way I can eat canned corn is if it's in fritters. All right. But if you tried to make me like a corn salsa for Mexican with canned corn, I would not be a happy gal. Really? I just find it really sweet. Don't you find it really sweet? Probably because that's probably why I like it, to be honest. Yeah, okay. I get it. But go to the freezer section. So if you too don't like canned vegetables, go to the freezer section. Frozen stuff lasts forever in the freezer. It doesn't last forever, but it lasts a long time. Yeah. Um, the Woolies macro range make a really good range of organic frozen vegetables and frozen fruit. And the frozen fruit, like if you like frozen fruit for smoothies, is relatively cheap for organic. You're getting, I think they have 500 gram bags for $7.50. It's pretty, so good. It's pretty cheap. The other hot tip I have for you is if you have gone to the grocery store or the farmer's markets or something like that and have bought and want to buy bulk vegetables, but you're like, how am I going to make these last because veggies go off? What you can actually do is blanch the vegetables or steam them until they're almost cooked, not quite cooked, and then freeze them in freezer bags. And then all you have to do is throw them in boiling water or throw them in the steamer for about one to two minutes to bring them back that to the so helpful, or George. And then you've got fresh veggies again. So, so helpful. that's what I've been doing is every time I go to, and we'll talk about small business in a minute, but every time I go to my local grocer, I'll buy like five zucchinis and then I've just been blanching them, putting them in um, freezer bags and freezing them. So if the time comes... Where we are in lockdown, who knows, might come. You don't have to rely on, you know, packet frozen vegetables yeah. or canned vegetables. You've actually got your own. Can I tell you a funny story when Trent went and did a little shop the other day in yeah. Woolies? Yeah. He was like, 
oh my gosh, he's in the tinned section for something and he found tinned caramel and Trent loves a caramel slice. He just loves dense treats. And he's like, isolation, I'm going to make caramel slice. So he puts some tinned caramel sauce into his into his shopping basket, gets to the checkout, he's scanning his coconut water, scans the caramel sauce, and it goes ding, ding, and alerts a cashier to come over, and she's like, you can only have one or the other. And he's like, what? what? You're, you're making me choose between coconut water and a tin of caramel sauce. She's Why? like, yes. He, he asked her that, and she had no idea. She was young. She was new. She was likely overwhelmed and panicky. She's like, I'm just going to take that, and took the caramel sauce from him. What? That actually doesn't it. make any sense. No sense whatsoever. So this is, I guess this is a good segue into why you shop local and small and go to your local organic grocers when you can rather than the big Woolies and Coles chains that are kind of just adding weird rules and regulations and hype and fueling panic because all Trent wanted was to make some caramel slice, guys. It's not the end of the world. Totally. But also, look, it's just, it's so, it's so hard. I was in Woolies the other day and there was, (laughs) oh God, those poor, those poor people working in there because they're just doing their job and they're dealing with so much panic. There was this woman in there who was at the self-checkout and she scanned her item and she said to one of the women who worked there, Oh, um, this was actually $2 cheaper on the shelf. It's giving me the wrong price. And the woman spoke to her supervisor and the supervisor said, it's okay, let's just do a price change on it. That's fine. And then the customer was like, no, I'd prefer if you went and uh, checked the price on the shelf. And they're like, oh, look, we're actually really busy, so it's fine. We'll just give you the price that you say it is. I would actually feel more comfortable if you went and checked it for me. And they were like, I was looking at them like, I want to get involved, but I'm not going to get involved. (laughs) I was like, they're giving it to you for cheaper. You crazy woman. People are losing it. The craziness. I know. It's so sad. And then the other thing um, is just the toilet paper thing. Um, I want to remind you that you can use tissues and you can use paper towel. They are both pretty much the same. Yeah. There was also a segment on the project the other day where – viewer had written in and said that in more times they actually cut up um newspaper into like little squares and would use newspaper as toilet paper and we in the shower guys yeah we in the shower or or we and then hop in the shower yeah easy cell phone um okay so small business what can you do look I think there's so many things you can do and it is a super super scary time for small business right now Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the businesses that are really, I mean, look, I, everyone's everyone's in a bit of a shitstorm, but hospitality is really suffering. Yeah. So doing your bit while we still can is so, so helpful to these small businesses. So buying your groceries from your small local grocery store rather than the big supermarkets, because they'll survive this. Will Absolutely. Will survive this. Yeah, the small grocery stores might not. So anything you can do to help. A lot of them, I don't know what's going on in some of the regional towns. Actually, the regional towns are probably better. But I know that, um, I mean, Byron is regional, isn't it? I don't know what's happening in the big cities. But over here, we've got um, a lot of our grocery grocers are offering home delivery boxes. They're also offering um, a phone-in service where you can um, place an order and they'll bring it out to the car park and leave it there and you can pick it up so it's contactless. 
Brilliant. Yeah, so some really good stuff. They're also doing a lot of take-home meals up here. So a lot of the cafes are doing takeaway meals. And again, contactless if you need it to be. Yeah, um, what I found with the organic, the like, because I go to uh, our local organic grocer as well, they've got a lot more stock on the shelves too. It's like the people that shop there aren't panic buying, so they've got a lot more that's just like I've not gone into the store once and gone, oh, they're out of something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, our local grocer's got toilet paper. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Shop local, guys. Yeah. Um, the other thing you can do, though, if you're not – if, if like more than just groceries or restaurants is sorry, more than just groceries or take home meals is buying um, gift vouchers for restaurants. So yeah. making sure that they're still getting an income because they've got to pay their staff. And if they can't pay their staff, then they're going to have to let their staff go. And a lot of casual um, staff won't have backup work. Yeah. So if you are a regular at your local restaurant and you're not going now, maybe buy a gift voucher so that when they open again, you yeah. can go You can go back there. Um, the other thing that I think is really helpful – oh, my God, it's just escaped my head. What was it? Oh, yeah. So a lot of events are cancelling now. Instead of asking for a refund for your ticket, if the event is going to go ahead at a later date, ask for a credit. Yeah, great idea. Because great idea. I know a lot of weddings have been cancelled, a lot of photographers yeah. have lost work, a lot of caterers have lost work, a lot mm. of venues have lost work. If you're going to eventually get married down the track, ask for a credit because although the, although it feels really fun to get your money back, you're going to have to spend your money again at a later date and that photographer or that wedding venue or that caterer is relying on that money. Agreed, George. Absolutely. Yeah. Good ones. I had the same down for the gift vouchers for your local um, restaurants. I think that that's, I really do feel like that's so important. One of our favorite little Italian haunts in Manly, they've just opened, and I've seen a few are doing this now, they've opened um, contactless home delivery to when they've never offered it before, which yeah. is cool. So while they're still open and going, you can still have date night, just have it at home and, and still get your favorite dishes delivered to you, yeah. you know? I think... Uh, um, Uber Eats and Deliveroo are also doing contactless yeah, delivery. They are. And I actually read something the other day, don't quote me on this, but a lot of the restaurants on those services are now offering um, uh, zero delivery fee. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, but I that's, don't I don't know. That's that. also dangerous to know, but also excellent. Uh, the other thing is there are people are still going to have their birthdays. You're still going to be shopping for gifts for people. Like, for instance, it's one of my best friend M's and Trent's 30th in April. They're likely not going to be able to have their big parties. But in terms of gifts to get people, get vouchers for, you know, your local boutique clothing store or you, an experience or uh, even – depending on, you know, which way inclined they are, think of sole traders in your community like acupuncturists or uh, saunas or a naturopath and book them in for a consult once this all blows over because you're also giving back to the community at the same time. Uh, Also, when it comes to people like naturopaths and kinesiologists and those sorts of people, you can have Skype sessions and that keeps them alive. Actually, good point. Exactly. You don't have to be in person for these appointments. Even intuitive readings, George. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, especially to intuitive readings, I think. I mean, that's like yeah. the, you, there's no contact needed whatsoever with that. 
None. The other thing that I had down here is you're supporting your local yoga and Pilates studios or even local gyms. Jordan and I were talking just before we jumped on about how great it is to see they're all creating online programs for us to stay fit and active while we're not going into studios. So being sure to support your local provider in that way as well. Oh, on that note, if you it's, let's just say you're not part of a studio that's doing live streams or online programs, there are some great online fitness things I um I don't know a lot about fitness because I don't I'm not particularly fit but I do know a lot about online yoga the best free online yoga you will ever find is yoga by Adrian on YouTube if you've never done it before me oh my you're gonna die Adrian <laughs> is very much like Holly and I she would be our best friend she's oh very funny she's very cute and she does beautiful yoga sequences she does a lot of uh 30 day challenges so if you're someone who likes to commit to something for a period of time do one of her 30 day things they're great but honestly she's got such a variety on there and if you've never experienced her before i highly recommend you don't even have to be that good at yoga another fun um fitness slash yoga app that i purchased a little while ago when i was stuck at home writing is yoga asana no, that's mm. not what it's called. It's called Asana Rebel. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And it's um, an app with videos. So there's a lot of yoga sequences on there, but there's a lot of um, kind of like high intensity workouts using yoga type moves. So it's a little okay. bit, it's a little bit off brand of traditional yoga, but there's some really fun workouts on there. Some of them are five minutes. Some of them are an hour. Um, and there's a really good collection on there as well. So Asana Rebel's really great. Jordan, I created a little list of some self-care practices to keep the energy kind of stable while we're self-isolating. Beautiful. And they're the types of things that people kind of put off because they don't have time. And it's like, well, surprise now, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I speak about these things all the time. So it's not going to be groundbreaking news to you guys, but little reminders you can start your dry body brushing practice and that's just a beautiful way to, you know, for lymphatic drainage and inflammation, which can obviously heighten in stressful times, but just also that beautiful self-care experience before you dive into work for the day, putting some oils, repeating some affirmations, I am safe, I surrender, I am grounded, really, really good time to start up that practice, my loves. Get creative with music, create a quarantine playlist and then share it with your friends so that you can add to it and you can all be jamming out to the same music through your day. Have wine nights on Zoom. Me and Nikki Moonbox have planned a wine and dark chocolate night on Zoom next week because we oh, haven't seen each other in so long. That's a really good point, actually. Make sure, because I'm obviously actually self-isolated. I have no one here. Um, make sure that you are doing FaceTime and Skype sessions and Zoom sessions with friends and family. Yeah, the, the key to positive um, psychology, like connection is one of the five keys to positive psychology, right? And on an average day, it's recommended that you have contact with seven different people every day. Uh, absolutely not. It's wild. That was heavy like overdrive. <laughs> two is enough. But one of my one of my to dos is like oh, create God, a seven. create. I know it's a lot of people when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. People are like guys, we have like five kids. It's no one. <laughs> <laughs> 
create a list of your loved ones and then highlight the ones that are on their own or that might need a little bit more checking in. And also don't just schedule these in-person calls, which are amazing, but write them letters and post them and get creative with that sort of thing as well. Like it's time to go back to the 20s, guys. Let's handwrite letters. So the other thing I wanted to say about self-isolation is, you know, the country isn't actually in lockdown yet. It's just, they're just saying, hey, guys, it's better for the spreading of the virus to stay in your home. Like it's, it's just how we can guarantee that it's not going to spread. So what I, what I have been recommending to people and I've had to do for myself to not send myself a bananas is making sure you still go outside into nature. You can still go for a walk. You can Mm. still go for a swim. It's just about not hugging and touching and spitting on people (laughs) when you're outside. (laughs) Yeah. So make sure you're still doing your regular things. I understand not wanting to go to, um, you know, a yoga studio or a gym or a Pilates studio, but as someone who works in a yoga studio, I'm telling you, all of the studios are doing the best that they can to Mm. keep it as clean as possible. I had a sniffle yesterday. It's not Corona, guys, I promise. But I just had a bit of an allergy sniffle. But I called the studio and said, look, I'm not going to come in. Let's get a replacement because I don't want to make any students feel uncomfortable if I have to sniff in class. And I think all of those um, precautions are being made by studios and gyms all around the country. So still go if it's something that's going to make you feel better. But also Mm. know going for a walk on the beach or in the bush or just down the street is still really helpful for your mental health. Yeah, you don't have to hold yourself up inside unless you are in quarantine. So my brother's flying back from the UK at the moment. He's on a flight. His um, tour got cancelled. And so he's going to be in quarantine for 14 days. So if you are not forcibly indoors, make use of it. Because if we do go into lockdown, you're going to be like, shit, I should have gone for that swim or gone for that walk around the block, you know? Absolutely. The other thing, just to get back to your self-care, which I suggested on Instagram this week, is because you are going to be at home and not seeing a lot of people, and and we said it earlier, is like, don't put makeup on. Let your skin have two weeks of breathing. Yeah. You know, don't wash your hair as often. Like, it's not great to wash your hair every day. Just let it get a bit oily and a bit dirty. It'll start to clean itself. That's a good point. Be a little bit of a slob. And I I guess that's the other thing. Like it saves your, you running out potentially of hair products or makeup and those sorts of things. It's just like. But also, Holly, it's not being a slob. It's just being natural and like getting, giving your body some time to breathe. Because whether you're putting natural products on it or toxic products, you're still putting products on it. True that. You got a point, gal. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing is like really take the time to like it is very stressful time at the moment and we need to be stepping up practices that perhaps we do day to day anyway but really making sure that we're doing them so things like meditation things Mm -hmm. like deep breathing deepening your breath and switching your nervous system into a parasympathetic state will actually strengthen your immunity Okay, yeah. so that that's science. So mm. making sure you take 10 deep belly breaths in the morning, 10 deep belly breaths at lunch, 10 deep belly breaths before you go to sleep at night is mm. actually going to strengthen your immunity and make you feel better. 
Absolutely. Have your journaling practice. If there are multiple tabs open in your head, remember, process the emotion. And if you are feeling an emotion that's not comfortable, talk it out with someone. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to feel angry and frustrated. The worst thing to do is holding on to that and acting like everything is sunshine and rainbows. Like give yourself the opportunity to have your little moments as well, release them and move through them. Absolutely. Also, I don't know if I've announced it on here, but um, I actually have five guided meditations on Insight Timer now amazing so if you search my name on insight timer i'll come up as a teacher um follow me to show me some love but also if you listen to the meditations like leave a rating or review because it's really really helpful and there's some really beautiful ones for navigating this time as well i love that jord your meditations are always so so good thanks so guess this celebrity nato chart holly Jimmy Fallon. I actually have a crush on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I do too. I just think he is so funny and fun and funny and fun. And Um, sweet. I think you're going to be quite surprised by his natal chart. I'm just going to give you that bit of a a hint. So I want you to really try and tune in in in. because it's not what what I thought it would be. Okay, that's very helpful. Thank you. Okay. Jimmy Fallon. Okay, I'm I'm with his sun sign. I'm actually getting water or earth, and which is funny because I'd I'd go, oh my gosh, he's 100% a Gemini, but I don't think he is. So I'm gonna go. Sun sign is water. No. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a water placement? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to park that. Is the water placement cancer? No. Hmm. Jimmy Fallon. I just don't feel fire with him at all. There's no fire. Okay. But there is an air. No. Oh, wow. So he's just water and earth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. I am on the right path here. Is he a double water sign? Yes. Wow. Okay. But so it's it's moon and rising is water. Yes. So he's an earth sun. Yes. Okay. That that is so not the Jimmy Fallon I thought I knew and loved. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a cancer placement, so he's either Piscean or Scorpio. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna go Pisces rising. Yes, correct. Oh my god, is he a Scorpio moon? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. Pisces rising, Scorpio moon. So earth sign. Virgo. Yeah. No. What? For sun? Yeah. Yes. Virgo. You're right. Just because he doesn't come across Taurian or Capricorn. That was a process of elimination. But I would never have picked that ever, Jord. No. Virgo sun, Scorpio moon, Pisces rising. Yeah. I kind of get the Pisces rising because Pisces are so sweet and gentle and lovely. I know, but he's so witty and funny that I just thought there'd have to be air in there somewhere. What's um, his Mercury in? His Mercury's air, it's Libra, and he's, he's got a bit more air. Hang on, where's the other air? His Mars is also Libra. Oh, my God, he's so gentle. Yeah. Um, but how is he funny? I don't know. 
have no idea. He's an enigma. His only heir is are those two Libran signs. Yeah. Wow. There you go. What, what is a, that was a good one, George. Yeah. Good surprise. Yeah, total surprise. I like surprise. that he's a Virgo. I really like that about him. I also think you've got to remember for an Earth sign, Virgos are big communicators. They are the communicators outside of the airs because they're ruled Absolutely. by Mercury. And um, also I think you have to be quite um, – detail orientated and meticulous to come up with comedy sketches. Agreed. So I think I think Virgo I think that's we should look for Virgo in comedians actually going forward. See what we can find. Really good point. Let's mm. do it. I'll okay. do a comedian for you next week. Love it. So we um got a email from a listener for our agony aunt segment um and basically she's asking how to cleanse and clear the house a friend of hers just has just moved into a two-story house and um, it doesn't quite follow the traditional layout of a normal house and she said there's a few places that energy might get trapped or caught and they don't want to do it the wrong way um they don't know whether they need to do it from front to back or left to right or east to west or up to down (laughs) so um she just wanted our tips for cleansing and clearing the home good question especially if we're going to be spending lots more time at home at the moment yeah true well first things first you want to be using a smudge stick that you like so sage or palo santo uh although that is there's a little bit less available right now as that plant is extinct so stick with your sage if you can or any uh, any native leaf so any native leaf you can use eucalyptus you can use rosemary you can use anything you can even make your own i think we spoke about that in a previous app uh the way that I do it, Jordan, I actually don't overthink it, to be honest. I will sometimes call a guide forward, but sometimes just do it without the guide. And I just go into each kind of corner of the room, have the windows closed, and then once it's done, open the windows, open the doors, and let the smoke do its thing. It's kind of simple. Yeah, um, I think the best thing to do when uh, cleansing, clearing, cleaning the house is to set an intention for what you're doing. So, you know, if you've just moved into a new home, you know, you could say, I cleanse and clear this home um, to remove any energy that's unwanted or unneeded at this time, Um, you know, filling it with only positivity and whatever, whatever, whatever. Walk around the house. Um, I like to do all of the door frames. So I do the entrance to the home. I do any windows. I do entrance to all of the rooms. I like to also do the corners of the room. I mean, this isn't every time I do the house. Mainly I just walk around with a smudge stick. But if it's a new home or a new um, venue that I'm using for an event or something, I'll just trace along like the skirting boards and then up the walls and the ceiling. But it's really about the intention more than anything else. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah, you can't get it wrong. When you start talking, the intention's just going to flow out and no one's listening to you. So you just set the intention. I like to play music at the same time uh, and just go into it with just exactly what you want to clear and why. Why are you doing it? That simple, guys. That simple. So, Jord, we had our first group call for the middle membership this week we taught the gals how to connect with their spirit guides i know it was so good and they had some crazy spirit guides i know ascended masters and everything i know it was it was so much more than i thought it would be like i we had a really engaged group which was really nice but yeah some of the some of the spirit guides that came through were just next level cool 
Mm, and we're about to jump in and do the weekly energy read. So that will be up by the time you guys are listening to this. If you're not jumping in and you're in amongst these uncertain times, we've got the words for you guys over in the middle membership. It's less than a cup of coffee a week, which you'd be saving right now because you're isolated. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. So spend it on the middle membership. Also, I think the really important thing to remember is you can cancel at any time. So if you just yeah. want to pop in and check out some weekly energy reads and that month's coaching call, do that. And then if you're not enjoying it, which I highly doubt, but, you know, it is uncertain times. So if you are worried about money, try it out for a month, see how you go. If you love it, hang around. If you don't love it, as if you wouldn't, um, you can cancel <laughs> at any time. We're not going to make you stay, we promise. You've been listening to The Middle with your hosts, Holly Azapati and Jordana Levine. Join us on Facebook. Just search The Middle Podcast. And while you're there, slide on into The Middle membership. We can't wait to see you for this week's energy raid. Also, jump on over to Instagram. Just follow the underscore middle underscore podcast. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. We just had to re-record that because... (laughs) Holly had put extra underscores in there. It's fine, guys. I got it right this time. It's fine. See you over. So good.